All right, so you continue in terms of a renter. In this regard, it's going to be a, a tenant, specifically, uh, and damages which, uh, which may uh, result from his uh, tenancy. So here he writes, So any damage which results from normal usage, so we would refer to this, I guess, as normal wear and tear, potter. So the person who causes that is going to be exempt from liability. Mitam meisamachmas malacha. Based on the reason of meisamachmas malacha, which literally translates as something died in the course of working. And there's a machlokas rishonim, what exactly meisamachmas malacha is. Is it, like he's explaining now, possibly that it's something which uh, the owner expects that if you're going to be using my thing, that this is something which likely could occur. So uh, if you're using a shovel or something, uh, a shovel, so you may go ahead and damage the shovel in the normal course of, use, uh, of usage. Or as Mesa Machmas Malacha, that the, in the case of the Gemara, is where the animal dies in the course of it plowing. And the, what that reveals is, is that the cow didn't really have a good heart in the first place anyways. So if a cow has a heart attack while, uh, while plowing, so clearly there was something wrong from the outset, and therefore you can't blame it on the renter, or you can't blame it on the bower, because this was a defective, uh, a defective cow. So since there's two different opinions what uh, the definition of Mesa Machmas Malach is, so Halach Alamaisa, in order to be able to collect, you have to prove that the person is obligated, and therefore normal wear and tear is going to be exempt from, uh, from, uh, from liability. Then he says, Therefore, Im Yaladav Heziku, in the event that you own an apartment and you let uh, the tenant have children, have to ask permission. So, in the event that the the, uh, the tenant has uh, children there, veziku, and they damage, ein lechayvo rak mitam shomer. So, the only way to hold the uh, the parents liable is in the event that you're going to say that as a shomer, you should have made sure to guard this thing and make sure damages wouldn't happen. And ukamer, and as we said on Sunday, nismait karkemichiyu veishmira that real estate is something which is going to be exempt from the obligation of shmira, and therefore the parents would not be responsible. So what this means, as far as this sif that we're up to before we get to the next one, but this sif. So if the kids go ahead and take a hammer and they hammer through the uh, the drywall, so a child is not obligated to pay for damages because they are a child. The parent does not have to pay because the most the response the most responsibility that the parent had was that of a shomer, and since there's no such thing as liability for shmira on karka, so then the parents also wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be liable, and you can walk out with all of these hammer holes in the, uh, in the walls as they are, when the lease concludes, and they are on their way out. But, in the event that it's stipulated in the contract, that the tenant is obligated to return the apartment in the condition that he received it. So if he accepted upon himself, so if that condition is put into the contract, so then if the, he received the apartment without holes in the drywall, so he has to return the apartment without holes in the drywall. And although he's not obligated because of his child's damage, and he's not obligated as a shomer, the contract says you have to make sure that you give a return the apartment with all of the walls intact, and until you go ahead and do that, so then you haven't returned it in full, and therefore that would, that's the way that you create, uh, the, create an obligation on the part of the tenant to make sure that the, uh, the, the, uh, the apartment is returned as is. But returning it as is, then you take away the whole idea of wear and tear. So if there was carpeting, the carpeting is going to have a year's worth of wear and tear. There's no way to... 
put it back. Right. So they, they, it probably says, you look in the shot, but it probably says they were turning it to a state minus normal wear and tear. So hammer holes in the wall, drywall, that's not normal wear and tear. Okay, so that's something which is important if you're renting out your place. So that's something that you're going to want to go ahead and make sure that you include in the, in the contract. Okay, then he moves on to the obligation to pay on time, to pay your rental fees on time. So he says, Mitzvah lasses schar sachir bismano. So there's a mitzvah to go ahead and pay an employee or a rental fee on time. Vim ichru overbelav. And if one has the means to pay back and one doesn't pay back in that timely manner that day, so the uh, the uh, the renter would be in, uh, would be in violation of a lav. Echad adam, and it doesn't make a difference whether it, you're obligated to pay somebody's wages. That's rental of a person. O behema, or you rented his animal. O kalim, or you rented his things. When it comes to rent for real estate, so the Rishonim disagree whether or not the Isser of Biyomotita or the Mitzvah of Biyomotita and Schara or the Lav of not paying on time, Baltalin applies. The Kasa Postgame and the Postgame write, this is from the perspective of the tenant now, so being that there's Machlogas Daraisa, whether the tenant has a mitzvah say to pay on time. So, like any other suffix daraisa, suffix daraisa, we say that you better go ahead and take care of that suffix. And therefore, as a matter of course, tenant should always make sure that he's going to pay his 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 rent or rental fee for something that he's renting. Always pay that in a timely manner. Yes. It could be that they're really saying that as long as it's by the tenth, that uh, I think that may, that may be understood. That uh, I mean, it says the first, right? But if you're not going to charge extra, Mahadrin is from the first. Mahadrin is from the first. You're not over an Isser and they're perhaps mortgage, the they're still charging the interest. They're just going to end up paying it later. No, I'm sorry, but they're not, they're not charging the late fee. The late fee is right. Right, the late. So if you charge the late fee and pay it seven days later, right? Uh, I think that there, where there's an expectation that's not going to be paid on time, so then you don't violate the, the law. 